Good morning everybody and welcome to our morning service on this Sunday, Palm Sunday, uh, where we celebrate the arrival of Jesus into the city of Jerusalem. Our opening and processional hymn is Ride On, Ride On in Majesty. Grace, mercy and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ be with you. We have come together in the name of Christ to offer our praise and thanksgiving, to hear and receive God's holy word, to pray for the needs of the world and to seek the forgiveness of our sins so that by the power of the Holy Spirit we may give ourselves to the service of God. And so the collect for Palm Sunday... Almighty and everlasting God, who in your tender love towards the human race sent your Son, our Saviour Jesus Christ, to take upon him our flesh and to suffer death upon the cross, grant that we may follow the example of his patience and humility and also be made partakers of his resurrection. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Our reading is taken from Psalm 118. O oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Let Israel now proclaim, his mercy endures forever. Open to me the gates of righteousness, that I may enter and give thanks to the Lord. This is the gate of the Lord, the righteous shall enter through it. I will give thanks to you, for you have answered me, and have become my salvation. The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. This is the Lord's doing and it is marvellous in our eyes. This is the day that the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. Come, O Lord, and save us, we pray. Come, Lord, send us now prosperity. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We bless you from the house of the Lord. The Lord is God. He has given us light. Link the pilgrims with cords right to the horns of the altar. You are my God and I will thank you. You are my God 
and I will exalt you. Oh, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His mercy endures forever. Hear the Gospel of our Lord Jesus Christ according to Matthew. When they had come near Jerusalem and had reached Bethphage at the Mount of Olives, Jesus sent two disciples, saying to them, Go into the village ahead of you, and immediately you will find a donkey tied and a colt with her. Untie them and bring them to me. If anyone says anything to you, just say this, The Lord needs them, and he will send them immediately. This took place to fulfil what had been spoken through the prophet, saying, Tell the daughter of Zion, Look, your king is coming to you, humble and mounted on a donkey and on a colt, the foal of a donkey. The disciples went and did as Jesus had directed them. They brought the donkey and the colt and put their cloaks on them, and he sat on them. A very large crowd spread their cloaks on the road, and others cut branches from the trees and spread them on the road. The crowds that went ahead of him and that followed were shouting, Hosanna to the son of David! Blessed is the one who comes in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest heaven! When he entered Jerusalem, the whole city was in turmoil, asking, Who is this? The crowds were saying, This is the prophet, Jesus, from Nazareth in Galilee. This is the Gospel of Christ. Praise be to Christ. Our next hymn is All Glory, Lord and Honour. So Jean-Francois and I were together. It was a typically grey overcast day, but in the city the excitement was high. The crowds milling around outside the pubs, in the squares, people selling programmes, shirts and pennants. We had travelled together from Paris and now were in Cardiff, on the way to Cardiff Arms Park for a Five Nations match between France and Wales. Naturally, the Welsh passionate about singing and rugby, were in good voice and strong in numbers for this vital game between the Gallic rivals. The whole city was alive with the prospect. Conversation was about nothing else. The visiting French, pursued by a cloud of Gaulois smoke, roamed through the pedestrian precincts, equipped with flasks of Calvados, proud and confident in l'équipe française. As kick-off time approached, the atmosphere got hotter. 
the authorities became more visible, mounted on huge police horses, increasing their vigilance for the least of sparks that might ignite trouble. So it must have been in Jerusalem that day, as huge crowds gathered to celebrate the Passover festival, a time when expectations of God's deliverance always reached fever heat among the pilgrims, and when the resentment of the Romans was just a touch paper for the nationalistic passion. And into all this came Jesus, throwing off the secrecy that had shielded his early ministry, Jesus came. Notice the trouble that Jesus takes to make his kingship and his identity clear. And not just that it is so, but also the nature of that kingship. A donkey is an important symbol. It is a lowly animal, a slow creature, one that is easy to approach, not lofty and distant as someone sat on a horse. There are significant biblical precedents of rulers coming on donkeys as a sign of peace, but most importantly, the prophecy of Zechariah chapter 9 is fulfilled in every detail. Rejoice greatly, O daughter Zion! Shout aloud, O daughter Jerusalem! Lo, your king comes to you! Triumphant and victorious is he, humble and riding on a donkey, on a colt, the foal of a donkey. Jesus intends his entry to leave no doubt that he is coming as the Messiah, who the Jews have been waiting for. During his ministry, he had given many signs, healing the blind, the lame, driving out demons, and as we heard last week, raising Lazarus. And now, openly and symbolically, he came to Jerusalem, declaring bodily and boldly, who he is. Jesus has stepped out. Now he is in the public arena, as never before, at the centre of the Jewish world. His time has come, and he proclaims himself in his arrival at this time of heightened sensitivity, sensation, suspicion, and after all, hope. He proclaims himself as the expected one, setting off the adulation of the crowd. Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest heaven, they chant. They spread their cloaks before him, laying down palm fronds, the very accolade that Roman emperors would give to victors in their games. The excitement mounts. The crowd whispers to one another that he is here. The roars increase and the authorities, mounted and vigilant, cannot fail to take careful note. Of course. We know now that the crowd have the wrong idea about what will happen next. They expect a sacking of the establishment, the collapse of the oppressive Roman occupiers, the overthrow of this to their eyes modern-day pharaoh, and for them to be saved from the deeply felt and hated tyranny of empire. But what happens next is not an assault on the Roman garrison or their seat of power. Jesus instead, instead will go to the temple, the seat of the high priest's power, and once there he will overturn the tables of the traders, drive out the moneylenders, declaring, My house shall be a house of prayer for all nations. Jesus is the promised Messiah, but not at all as the crowds expected. He has indeed come to save them, 
but not from the Romans. And he demonstrates that by going to the very heart of religious observance in the city. He has come to save them and all of us from ourselves. Amen. Let us affirm our faith together in the words of the Creed. We believe in one God, the Father, the Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, of all that it is, seen and unseen. We believe in one Lord, Jesus Christ, the only Son of God, eternally begotten of the Father, God from God, light from light, true God from true God, begotten not made, of one being with the Father. Through him all things were made. For us and for our salvation he came down from heaven, was incarnate from the Holy Spirit and the Virgin Mary, and was made man. For our sake he was crucified under Pontius Pilate, he suffered death and was buried. On the third day he rose again, in accordance with the Scriptures. He ascended into heaven, and is seated at the right hand of the Father. He will come in glory to judge the living and the dead, and his kingdom will have no end. We believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord, the giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, who with the Father and the Son is worshipped and glorified, who has spoken through the prophets. We believe in one holy, Catholic and apostolic church. We acknowledge one baptism for the forgiveness of sins. We look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Amen. Let us pray for the church and for the world. And let us thank God for his goodness to us. Lord, as you showed yourself to the crowds in Jerusalem on Palm Sunday, let us in the things we do and say find ways to show you and your love for all people to those around us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Father in heaven, we pray for the whole world. And this morning we pray for those places that are barely equipped to cope with the health crisis that we all face. Lord, we pray for those in very poor countries who have no medicines, no protective equipment, or really any functioning hospitals. We pray for those places which are already suffering the effects of famine, drought or war. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, in our own country, we give thanks for all nurses working in every sector of healthcare who bring expertise, compassion and most importantly, personal presence to those in most need. We pray to you for their safety. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Lord, we pray that you will send your Holy Spirit to give us a common mind, so that we may share the restriction and rules which have been put in place with a good and a willing heart. Lord, in your mercy, hear 
our prayer. Dear Lord, only you know who is ill, and you do know them, each one. Draw near them, let them feel your tender and your healing touch. Give them strength in their suffering. And if it be your will, heal them and bring them back to us. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Heavenly Father, each day we read of numbers of dead from the pandemic that sweeps over us. Help us to see behind the statistics, to hold in our hearts and minds the individuals, the persons and their stories. We pray for the families of all who have recently loved loved ones, from whatever cause. And in a moment of quiet, we bring those names to you now. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Christ, the King of glory, who entered the holy city in meekness, give us the grace we need to follow you in all of our lives. Merciful Father, accept these prayers for the sake of your Son, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And we join together, please, now in the prayer that Jesus taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory, for ever and ever. Amen. Our closing hymn this morning is Crown Him with Many Crowns. Please, if you have made a palm cross, would you take it in your hand as we come together for the blessing. The peace of God which passes all understanding. Keep your hearts and minds in the knowledge and love of God and of his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit be among you and remain with you always. Amen. Let us go in peace to love and serve the Lord. In the name of Christ. Amen.
So just a few notices for the coming week. We are now entering Holy Week and there will be a full set of services uh, on this podcast. On Monday, Tuesday and Wednesday, there will be a service of Compline, otherwise called Night Prayer. Uh, That will consist of uh, a short said service each day and typically it's said late in the evening. Each one will include a short reflection. On Thursday, Monday, Thursday, where we celebrate the Lord's Supper, uh, the podcast will have a service of said communion, again with a short reflection. And on the following day, Good Friday, we will have a short service, uh, no more than half an hour, of words and music for Good Friday. And this service will include a contribution from Kevin Crossley Holland, uh, speaking on the topic of the rude cross. Uh, may I wish you all a devout and prayerful Holy Week. Thank you.